0: Hello again, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Mate Guys. It is a new year, uh, and uh, we thought we better start this year off right by taking a month to put out the first new episode of the year. Yeah, we're we're just so we're, right on top of it. <laughs> yep, nailed it. <laughs> Killing it. Yeah. And uh, we have a special guest today. It's one of Clark's cats.
1: Say hi. He just He's not going to meow. Sniffs. Nope, not going to meow for us. No meows. Okay, Doesn't never mind. For now,
0: I'll I'll edit this out. No special guests. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let's start by uh, addressing some follow up. Um, oh yeah, we have lots of follow up. Uh, first, first business, first item of follow up is um, no follow up. Second item of follow up is um is Clark's cat is now viciously attacking the microphone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, and she's hitting things with her her paws. Okay, you got to get down.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is this is why I close the door when I do this. I actually <laughs> had to kick out one of my cats. One of my cats was was sunbathing in my office and I'm like, I'm really sorry, but you got to go. <laughs>
1: We can't have you around these parts. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so yeah, that that was a a long-winded roundabout way of saying we have nothing (laughs) to address today. No follow-up. No follow-up. So So we're just going to dive right in to the topic of today. Um, Since it is the year 2020 according to some people and not according to other people, it's a new decade. So we thought we could maybe do some sort of a, like a a review, a decade in review, because, um, well, for me, I mean, I don't, I'd have to like look up exactly when, because I think I have some photos, like, and I could tell you exactly when it happened. Um. Which is all to say, um it's been about ten years actually that I've started drinking mate because uh I got like like regularly drinking mate, I mean, so it was two thousand ten it was about this time of the year, it was about February, like I said i could I could if I really wanted to, I could probably go and look up when exactly it was um but yeah. So it's been about it's, it's been, been about uh it's it's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a while. Jeez. Yeah, so I I started out, you know, with uh, I mean, like I, we've talked about this before. The first time I ever drank, you know, mate was in the states and that was I think in 2009, but once I actually, you know, started drinking it for myself, it was it started out with, you know, just living in Brazil, it being real warm real real roasty toasty and then just like you know just needing something you know to just escape the sorry i'm uh, i'm talking and also trying to find my photos yep. I, c- from... I can tell you're really yeah. concentrated on something else yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're good yeah. at
1: multitasking
0: uh yeah i I could not tell you where those photos are. I know they're on my computer somewhere, um, because I know I took a picture of like my first terere. because yeah, it started out with drinking. It started out with drinking terere, right? Uh, I met a guy, a Paraguayan guy, at a restaurant in Brazil, and he he was like, "Hey, you guys are you guys aren't from around here?" And we're like, "Yeah," and he's like, "You know, it's pretty hot, huh?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's pretty hot," and he's like, "You know, uh, if you drink this." this beverage from, from my country called Terere, um, it's, uh, it's pretty good, it's pretty good for, uh, for, for the heat, and I was like, is it, is, is it good, huh, is that, is that a thing that is good, and then, uh, so, yeah, I went and, uh, got some Terere for, uh. For drinking <laughs> <laughs> and uh d- started drinking it out of a measuring cup actually like went to like the local oh, tobacconist went went to the local tobacconist bought a, a 500 gram package of laranjeras unflavored de-de-de. and uh um yeah and a in a in a bomba and a bomba for shimahong I still have that bomba somewhere but I didn't buy a guampa or anything and because you know bare minimum so i started drinking it out of a measuring cup and i still remember the first time i drank it like my body like got weird chills and i was like "Uh uh-oh i'm uh, am i gonna get arrested (laughs) and deported drinking drinking some illicit drugs yeah but yeah so 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 you know it's been 10 years for me you know almost to the day so i thought it would be kind of cool if we maybe talked about you know again decade in review long 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 winded way of saying, we could just kind of talk about maybe how our relationship with mate has evolved over the last like ten years, yeah. and uh yeah, maybe you know what you think the next ten years is gonna 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 bring you sure uh um, a, a quick aside is my video like flickering for you
1: no, it did for a mi- for a second, but you're good now. Okay.
0: Yeah. On my on my end, it's like flickering. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, anyway. Anything to All do right. with my connection here? Would it? Mm, probably not. That's cool. That's Gucci. All right. Um. So. So I'll, anyway. Uh, yeah. Do you wanna? You wanna know about uh, my
1: yeah. uh? Kind of when I first started.
0: Um. Well, well, well. First, let's uh, let's just for for all the folks at home. Yeah. What are what are you drinking today, before we I'm dive gonna, into this?
1: Yeah, I'm drinking um. Erva match this uh Erva for Shimano, from Brazil. Um, it's called Santiago Baita Show. Uh, I got it on my trip to Brazil at the end of this last year. Um, As ba, ba meu. Uh Baita Shown. Baitamachi. Uh Ooh. comes from Santiago Rio Grande do Sul.
0: Um I don't know where that is. Wow. But it's just it's it's somewhere in the state. Just shattering the illusion there. No. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: it's it's really good. I'm um, drinking it out of an Imbuya kuya. Um it's uh, just you know, a, a gourd made out of imbuya wood. Um
0: which just just incredible. It's fantastic. On a on a on a quick aside, I, uh, I, I know that this is uh this is a little inside knowledge that I'm privy to but I know you had a little oopsie poopsie with that gourd is a is it still is it behaving It's 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 holding up.
1: Okay, I yeah.
0: I know you I know it, you got a little crack in it. Yeah. Yeah. Crack kills. St- <laughs> crack does kill for wooden Mattes. <laughs> like I mean for I, for Gordon Mattes too.
1: <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, I won't get too super into that one either cuz I had another oopsie with that. Yeah. Um But yeah, like me being the pro, you know, you think I would uh, be on top of it and not leave, um, you know, prepared shimahou in this wooden kuya for like like almost a day, but I did.
0: (laughs) You know, it happens.
1: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it happens. Shouldn't happen, but what what, what can you do? (laughs) Now, every time I use it, I just hope it doesn't explode on me and... Many. hot water and erva going everywhere
0: <laughs> yeah that would uh that would be a good thing that would be a that would be a very good thing actually one might say that would be an excellent thing <laughs> <laughs> which is to say anyway uh what kind of uh bomba are you using today
1: um yeah just uh stainless steel bomba um Little Hyuuga do Sul emblem, like kind of super glued onto it. Hasn't shown any signs of moving. Super glued,
0: huh? The f- the the fine the finest quality there. Yeah, yeah, I see that. But it's uh it's pretty. It seems pretty uh thin and flat. And does it it, do, it does okay? Not burning your uh, burning your your lips or anything like no, that. No, not at all. It's really good. It, oh, okay. I thought you were saying no. It does a terrible job.
1: It does a terrible job, <laughs> and every time I take a sip, it burns my lips. <laughs> yeah, every sip is
0: just agony. <laughs> it's
1: just agony that I'm pushing through for the sake of drinking chimaho <laughs> No, it's nice. actually like it's it's totally it's perfect.
0: Oh, ah, cool, cool beans. What about you? Uh, yeah. So I am drinking yerba uh, mate cristalina. Ah, oh. um, in a just a dinky little. Um, calabash gourd that i got um and then just drinking it with uh one of my favorite uh silver and gold uh bombas made by uh an uh, uh an artisan out yonder out out in the out in the the brazil regions <laughs> 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 yeah uh but yeah i got this from you so you know you know what you know and what it's all about wait the erva, right yeah the cristalina mm-hmm. not the yeah. not the straw yeah. yeah the straw i got a different way but uh yeah, yeah i mean good. good unfortunately probably not gonna do a review of either of these right just because we kind of yeah they're they're trying bad. to not review things that are I- I- inaccessible <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you can for find the majority these in of brazil, our listeners but not yeah. not outside of it so not. for the low low cost of a flight to brazil you too can partake in this delicious herb for the low low
1: cost of Somewhere between 800 and and $1,000. <laughs> yeah,
0: seriously.
1: So, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Maybe one day.
1: One day, maybe. if it, You know. These obscure of us happen to come to the U.S.
0: Yeah, it'd be great. But... Uh, not getting our hopes up. We'll have up. to see. Yeah, seriously. Anyway... So why don't we, we've, we've wasted enough time. Let's just <laughs> jump into it sure. after a half an hour. So, uh, yeah. Well, Clark, why don't you kind of maybe talk about, you know, I, I kind of talked about when I first started drinking mate on the regular, it was in a plastic measuring cup with a, uh, you know, uh, brass or whatever, cheap metal bomba and uh i drink it pretty much just in the morning just to you know kind of and, and, and i i think i probably drink it when i when i would uh get home just to kind of you know cut the cut the heat down a little bit right what about you what was it like when you first started when you first started using <laughs> <laughs> when i first started actually using
1: i mean the first time i I actually tried it. Was it's been almost ten years. in In okay. about two months, it will be ten years. But um, well, actually, drinking it on the regular, I I really did. I started in about September of two thousand and eleven. Okay. And uh, yeah, it. I I had a, a this just massive kuya that holds actually. Probably around two hundred fifty grams or so of air Germany, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> just just ridiculous. <laughs> Large boy, <laughs> it's a big boy. Wow, I mean, it's tough because I got it as a as a gift from from a friend down there, down uh, in Brazil, okay. and so yeah. you know I got that in a bomba, and you know I was I was grateful and. And happy what to was have the, what it. was the
0: occasion just just hey buddy here you go
1: he, yeah well he yeah so he was from florianopolis and so he uh, yeah. a, um at one point we worked together and you know i enjoyed drinking shimahou and he was like oh do you have a set i'm like no i i don't so yeah. one day he was like hey i'm going to this part of town and i'm going to pick you up a set yeah cool Okay, so he brought it back for me and some erva, and and so, like, it took me a little bit to really start getting into it, but once I did, it was, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's, it, it was kind of hard to, to make Shimaha with such, such a big kuya, and so, and, you know, a little bit more limited as far as erva. Yeah. Like... Kind of expensive and hard to access. So, if I'd make a cuya in the morning, we'd usually like put it in the fridge or leave it out until the evening, and then just keep drinking it. Probably not super sanitary, but you yeah. know, with the humidity down there. <laughs> but, yeah.
0: but
1: you know, I'm I'm alive. I'm alive and kicking. So yeah, fine, sure, <laughs> it's all good. It's all Gucci. <laughs> so uh, yeah. It, it was and we would actually switch between that drinking that and then drinking tea out of like a uh, just this it was actually like a vasco glass like just oh, like yeah. a, like a like a glass like the drink out of but we just make tea out of that and it, was it was it just like a well.
0: normal glass or was it like a beer glass? Because I know like oh, it beer glasses were really popular that, for thitade because it kind of had that curvature.
1: Yeah, now that I think about it, and I didn't realize it at the time, but it, it was probably a beer glass because it did have a little bit of a curve that made it so yeah. that thitade was really easy
0: to prepare. Yeah, glass for for drinking shop, shop, Shop-y-zing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's kind of fun. So wait, so so. Would would you say that you were more regularly drinking Shimaho in the beginning then or more drinking Terere regularly?
1: Yeah, more drinking Shimaho, even when it was, interesting, you know, even when it was 100 degrees out, I was still drinking Shimaho. Wow. And it was just like, on occasions where it was just, just extra, just overwhelmingly hot that I would, you know, break down and make some Terere and get some lime juice going in that and... E. that was a that was good it was good to you know switch between the two because i mean to me it was still refreshing drinking the Shimaho even though it was super hot
0: yeah and that's and that's funny because i mean when when i first was you know drinking um that was not my thought process at all <laughs> <laughs> right um it probably didn't help that uh when i left uh, the States for Brazil, you know, it was winter. It was like January. Oh. So I went from, you know, like winter in a North America to summer in South America. <laughs> so that that's probably, you know, the most difficult way to do that kind of transition. It's drastic. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so drinking, drinking a nice hot liquid when I was first living in Brazil just did not seem like the thing I wanted to be doing. Now, now on the other hand, I mean, I definitely I definitely partake of a little a little uh, hot shimahong during the summer and I can definitely appreciate that, but you know, 10 years ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not not as much. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh so how did how did how did your relationship with the uh, with the herb change as you as, you know, as you kind of Lived in Brazil, and then you know, leaving Brazil, coming back to the states, like, just you know, that we talked kind of about the the, the beginning. Now let's talk about the middle.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it's the big middle part. Yeah, um, <laughs> because like when I first started drinking it, I like, I didn't know what it was, and I didn't, you un- know, I didn't, <laughs> you, you know, like, like the Erva Match, like I didn't know like the plant that it came from or anything like oh, okay, I didn't really okay, know a okay, okay. lot okay. about it. I just knew that they drink it in some parts of Brazil and
0: you just knew that it was like a like a like a a beverage and it was like a tea and you drink mm-hmm. it and it was good. Okay.
1: And I knew yeah. it tasted good and that's all I knew and so when sure. I came back, it it was like you know, I had my moments of like drinking it and not drinking it and I wanted to find a new bomba and I had a hard time doing that for for a little bit. Yeah. They didn't have the best bomba for for home What
0: was your bomba like when you? Uh... It,
1: it was, uh, you know, those like cheap aluminum bombas, like more like Terere style, that come with like those sets, like oh, yeah, a kuya it's worth, and like, the bomba, and it's like wrapped and, in plastic.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of like the uh-huh. more pear shape uh, filter. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, mine was actually like a like a proper Shimahom bomba with the. Uh, with, I mean when I say proper, but I mean, uh-huh, it had like, you know, like the-, the the circular filter and all that stuff. Okay. Gotcha. But I was yeah. using it for today, so, Right. <laughs> you know, go figure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, it's like, we didn't know any better. Like it, yeah. whatever, whatever ah. works.
0: Ah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. I, so, um, so well, when you left Brazil, um, I mean, did you kind of, Buy anything to bring with you, or did it, you like? Yeah,
1: I brought back a couple kilos of verva. Um, do, you,
0: do you remember what it was? Yeah,
1: baranji oh, uh, kochigipe, jisumel. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was my go-to. For... Yeah. Um, and it like it was just kind of a slow like process because I really liked it, and I ra- started running out, and I started to panic, and still I started to. You know I picked up some some at like Latin American stores, and I didn't like it and <laughs> I started you know i I was finally able to find some stuff online and then I moved to Utah and I started finding you know more stuff in stores um yeah and the whole time I just knew it was like i I liked it and I liked how it made me feel and I liked the whole like the whole setup. And everything about it, Um, yeah. But then slowly, like I started to like research the tradition behind it, like the origin, um, like the actual like plant where like that it comes from, like the different Mm -hmm. countries that produce it. Um, And that's kind of when I started to, you know, get more like kind of build my collection kind of thing yeah um but you know slowly expanding to other ervas and it took me probably like a couple years after i got back from like maybe close to two years after i got back from brazil is when i really really started drinking it on the regular like pretty much every single day
0: yeah
1: and um that's pretty much how it's been ever since um but it's just i don't I don't know what it was that captivated that was captivated me about it, mm, but definitely. like you know I was just always just just really curious about all of it and um, every new thing that I learned was just like so cool and so interesting to me um, yeah.
0: Well, you, you you said that you you liked how it made you feel. How did it how did it make you feel? Yeah, like on this doll, show me where the shaman <laughs> touched you. <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, it
1: uh, like initially, it would like give me a a good like caffeine boost. Yeah. Um, because I I was a little bit more sensitive to it at the time, and so like, uh, it gave me a nice uplifting feeling and. Mm. Uh, I was working a night shift at the time, so that helped. It you know gave me a little
0: bit more kick, a little bit more energy. Um, You're starting to sound like those. Uh, if you've ever gone to the gas station near the cash register, they always have those like weird supplements in bags. Oh no, that are uh, that <laughs> that, so... vague, that vaguely advertise that they're good for uh, men for some reason. <laughs> more drive, better. <laughs> There's performance. like a rhino on the yeah. <laughs> 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 kinda yeah I, I just
1: saw i was at a gas station yesterday and i just like i literally just saw those pills and like,
0: like oh, oh boy it's kind of what it sounded like there anyway
1: <laughs> more more drive more passion yeah <laughs> more
0: yeah yeah anyway <laughs> this is a this is a family podcast so uh, we'll family, move on from podcast. there apologies anyway okay yeah 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 anyway gotcha yeah so, yeah because so, i mean Oh, sorry, what were you saying?
1: Oh, no, you're good, yeah. Um, oh. I was just going to say, like, that That kind of wore off after, after sure. a bit. Like, it kind of comes and goes depending on the erva or sherpa that I drink. But overall, it, it doesn't really give me that, necessarily that that caffeine, whatever, that energy boost
0: like mm-hmm. it did before. Yeah, and then, and once we get to, you know, we can talk about more. Like what your relationship with it is now, we can kind of talk about that. But mm-hmm. I totally know, like, what like the, the the way it made you feel. You know, I kind of joked about about the first time drinking it, and because I have never been that sensitive to caffeine, yeah. really have even. I mean, I didn't really grow up drinking very much soda, very much pop. Um, so I remember like the first time I drank like a Red Bull, thinking like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be crazy, and I remember just thinking like, oh. Uh, I kind of want my money back. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> this is a ripoff. This is not doing anything. Um, but I mean, people who you know are really into mate and you know the like this, the the pharmacology of it or whatever. You know, a lot of people know that yeah. there's like other stuff inside of mate other than caffeine. There's but, like theobromine, right. all those other things. Um, and I think that's really what kind of feeling I was getting because I like in the, in, the, in a weird way. Kind of gave me like a brain tingle, like it didn't really ever give me like super big energy. It just kind of like and it touched a me... special
1: part in your brain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. I don't know. It was it was weird, but like it definitely gave me like a weird mental feeling. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it wasn't it wasn't like a and but it really did kind of feel almost like a brain tingle. But it never really gave me like oh my gosh I want to go like. I can go like, run five miles now. I'm so energetic. Never, never, right. ever gave me that. And yeah. I don't, you know, and I, yeah, I, I totally lost kind of, you know, that that feeling pretty quickly. Um, and because, you know, you get used to things, right? And But I do remember there have been a couple of times in my life where for one reason or another, I wasn't able to drink mate for, you know, a week or so and then coming back to it after, you know, a little break and i and i get a little bit of that that tingle. Yeah. You know. so so it's interesting. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it, um i i
1: was also going to say like um interesting that you mentioned the the brain tingle cuz like <laughs> i <laughs> no i i i've i've felt that but i didn't really know how to like put it into words. But, like, I've definitely, I had that really strongly at the beginning, and, like, that's kind of faded. But every now and then it will come back and, like, I don't know if it's, like, just when my body's, like, I don't know. Um, yeah. But all of a sudden I'm, like, oh, I feel, like, like, mentally, like, that I want to be productive. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Not, not run five miles kind of thing. <laughs> like you said, right, but, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it it is interesting though because I would say while living in Brazil, um, I didn't start drinking it every day until maybe I had been in Brazil for about a year. Um and then and even then I was still drinking terere mostly, like really hardcore drinking terere. Um but then just for I don't I I don't know, just for one reason or another the town that I was living in for some reason had access to to a couple different kinds of shimahong um i could get budong premium for gosh must have been like 10 a kilo something like that oh heavens yeah which is (laughs) which which with today's conversion works out to be about two dollars and change for a kilo um and I, i just remember there was this big supermarket downtown so we'd take the bus there and they had it just like on pallets. And so I, I remember just like picking up the first the first kilo I ever got. And from there, I think like my shimahong kind of, the shimahong started taking over just because up until that point, I'd never, re- I'd, I'd drunk shimahong with like random friends, random people, but it was always kind of bad. And I just remember like, meeting this man once and, like, he offered me some shimahang and it was in this, like, kuya and it just looked like a bunch of, you know, it it, it was probably made with, you know, shimahong gaushu or some Sao Paulo brand that's, you know, super bad and, like, very old and who knows how long I had been sitting there. But, like, finally drinking, you know, vacuum-sealed, proper... Uh, ironically, a proper Shimahong gaushu, <laughs> Not right. the brand Shimahong <laughs> gaushu, but, like, but, but, uh, but an erva from Hyugurangidusu. Vacuum sealed, you know, very fresh, and learning how to drink that. Because, I mean, I remember, like, I started, when I first started wanting to get more into Shimahong, you know, got the Laranjeras, just that comes in the orange paper bag from the supermarket and that was like fine it was okay but it really didn't do it for me but when i find, first got my kilo of butto that's when i, I my my brain kind of shifted and said all right the was fun today was was good when i was a boy but now i've become a man <laughs> and it's time to drink the shimahong. and i remember after and i, I mean you know i I never I never learned the 11-second the method. Um, so, you know, I was making it the quote-unquote traditional way, which is, you know, very similar to how you would prepare Uruguayan mate or Argentine mate, you know, with filling up the gourd, shaky-shaky, pouring the, the cold water, let it sit. And that was fine. That was great. I mean, and, you know, I did that. But I, I just remember, I don't remember how I saw it. I saw a photo somewhere of you know the the escuela de chimahong, all the different ways you can make chimahong, all of the crazy you know stupid, (laughs) you know two bombas and uh, oh it's got a a, it's got a a a carving of a soccer ball in Uh the and (laughs) it's it's the the whole gourd is covered except for a tiny little hole. So I just remember I became obsessed with that and like wanting to learn how to do that. Um, and I. I don't I don't even remember how I learned how to do it. If I if I like saw like a video or something or if someone I knew. Um. Yeah, I think I don't I don't know. But I just remember what I ended up doing was I ended up actually buying a whole kilo of the brand Shimahong Gaushu because it was so cheap. Right. I, I it was like two heiais, which I mean Oh, my gosh. For a whole kilo. And I mean, but I I remember I bought it. I took it home. And what I ended up doing was I took a sieve. Because Shimaham in addition to being brown, flavorless, it is also, like, 85% stick. So I remember taking, like, a really coarse sieve and just, like, sifting out most of the sticks just so that the the consistency the texture was more like normal shima and right. i just remember like in my spare time practicing the different ways to make it with that erva because i knew i was going to screw up so i didn't want to waste drinkable erva for it and right. like that's how and i remember like finally learning how to do the i don't i don't even know what they call it but where it's you know the whole mouth of the kuya is completely covered and then you have the the little tiny filling hole you make it with you know like a a pencil i remember the first time i was able to do that and i was like so excited and then and then i quickly realized like those while those ways to drink it are really cool they're so not practical (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's uh, (laughs) i've made
1: uh i've made messes just trying to drink shima that way
0: Oh yeah i mean it uses so much extra erva the -hmm. majority of the time and then like you know you have to you have to like aim for this tiny little hole with your with your thermos, and like I don't even think I had a Shimajita back then. I was just using like a normal coffee style thermos with just a spout. It did have a spout. I was I was really I was really um, kind of careful about not getting the kind where it's just you know round all the way around, kind of like how the Shimajita is. If you close if you just open it from the not from the the little spout but the actual lid, uh huh. Kind of like you know like a Stanley thermos, how it's just oh yeah just it, around it, it'll 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 pour from any any angle right which is yeah. perfect unless you're trying to do a precise pour <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is so yeah i uh, i uh, so you know it, it would one it would use so much erva when i tried to do it and then two because i didn't have a really good shima specific thermos it would very quickly the whole top of it would get wet <laughs> and Uh-oh. then this really pretty thing would get ugly anyway and then it's like well what am i doing <laughs> so it it, it it was it was good it was you know it was triumphant that i was able to learn it but i very quickly once i was able to do it realized you know th- these these are better suited for display only yeah. <laughs> for yeah, like not, showing people how cool something can be but yeah for for everyday drinking
1: and not so much, not not so much practical every day. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, and then leaving leaving Brazil. Um yeah, I was able to find a, another supermarket that had a lot of a lot of different um varieties. And uh I happened to be living in a place that was closer to Mato Grosso do Sul. It was about an hour from the border of Sao Paulo and Mato Grosso do Sul. And Mato Grosso do Sul has a much bigger Tererê culture than Sao Paulo because a lot of the Brazilian um, Tererê companies are actually based in that state. So I was able to find a, a bigger supermarket that actually had a lot of different varieties of Chimajão and Tererê. Um, they had, like, all the flavors of Laranjeras. They had all the flavors of Campanário. And I quickly learned that... At the time, I I, was, I really liked Campanario Pure Leaf. Um, Campanario is a brand, you know, and they, so they have their Pure Leaf variety. I remember I drank it first in a in like a like a you know like a cowboy agro kind of store. I don't remember why I went in there, but I went in there and they actually had like set up that anyone could just drink, oh. you know, and that was the first <laughs> time I had it, the Campanario Pure Leaf, and so I bought that and I loved it. And then I tried, like, the Campanario. I remember they had some weird flavors. They had, like, a cinnamon. You know, they had, like, your lime mint. Anyway, I bought a couple boxes of those, and then I quickly realized, like, they were just trash. I don't know why. It's like Campanario took all of the the the, the raw material and put it into the pure leaf, and then whatever was left, they put into the flavor variety. Because, I mean, like, it was just, like, stick and, like, white weird dust, it was bad. Yeah. Anyway, so, but yeah, which, yeah, which is all to say I, I, I found a good supermarket with decent prices. So I remember I, you know, bought maybe six kilos to bring home. I remember I brought home some uh, Oropi, which is a Perede brand out of Brazil. Mm-hmm. Not Curupi, but Oropi. Um, they had like a grape flavor, <laughs> all kinds of weird oh, crap. Man. I did not bring. 2- I did not bring. Yeah, no, I did not bring. I, I got their mint and boldo. Um, flavor the bodu it was basically the, the the kurupi that everyone likes but the orupi version right and uh, i remember like like saving up money to buy like a really nice at the time you know stainless steel bomba that could you know unscrew and like thinking like oh my gosh this is, this cost me like i think i paid like 55 eyes for it Which at the time seemed like a lot of money, (laughs) (laughs) which is about you know ten dollars, fifteen dollars. Yeah, but so. But I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, this this bomba is gonna last me the rest of my life. I'm never gonna need another one. (laughs) (laughs) I laugh. I laugh at my naivete. Yeah, no, I know. (laughs) But then, yeah, and then I came home and. Left Brazil and and I, I I pretty much kept it up ever since. I remember really quickly going to the internet. Um, I remember really quickly, you know, learning like like you said that that Argentine mate and Uruguayan. I, I mean, I, I had I had experience with Argentine mate already, so I knew that Argentine was different. But I, I, I learned really quickly that Uruguayan, even though it says you know from Brazil on it, has nothing to do with Shimahong. Um, and I remember really quickly learning that I could buy Shimaho online. Start Once I got through my stash after, you know, six months or so, started buying Shimangu online, bought a couple of kilos here and there, and, like, it was pretty good. So I remember I was like, okay, like, I'm taking a killing, buying these one at a time. I'm going to buy, like, the biggest set they will give me. So that I can, you know, I can I can get a bulk pricing on it. So I ended up buying like eight kilos at once. And when it got to me, it was like they were all expired. Uh. Whereas when I had been buying them one at a time or in a pack of two, they were all, you know, maybe a year into their expiration date. But I remember I just bought that pack of eight. And every single one expired like the month before. And I was too stupid to like message them for my money back so i lo- i lost like you know maybe i don't even remember how much it was probably like 90 bucks oof 85 80 75 i don't know it was for for a you know a poor college kid it was it was a lot of money to lose because okay. i i opened maybe one or two i i forced myself to drink maybe one of them and I was just like I I I'm not doing this anymore <laughs> and that's about that's about the time when I started actually kind of branching out and learning learning to like other countries of the 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 mate the sherba that comes from other countries just because i was like you know buying Shimaha online has kind of burned me right (laughs) so i started going to you know the local latin store buying canarias learning to like that and just yeah which you know kind of leads into present day what's your uh, what's your relationship with mate like present day you know because you're talking about drinking it every day in brazil drinking a hot shimaho in the brazilian summer you live in the desert now so it's still hot
1: yeah yeah still hot yeah even <laughs> uh it's it's winter time and uh i think yesterday i got close to 70 degrees like just wow just so nice yeah i had like a week of snow last week <laughs> Ooh, feels bad man i <laughs> glad I'm not in that.
0: Oh, don't miss it. It wasn't bad. <laughs> um more, it's more cozy to drink Shimaho in the snow. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true.
1: Um I don't know, like I still have my moments here. Like I, I do live in a hotter climate and even during the summer I'll I'll go. S- I'll still go days without drinking shimahou. Um, Gas. It's weird. Like, I'll still drink more shimahou than tereré all year mm-hmm. round, but during the summer, it just kind of, kind of drops down just a little bit. Um, yeah. But lately. So, I got back from Brazil at the end of October. I think there's been one day that I haven't. Drink shuahao, or or mate in general.
0: Okay, so maybe going time. going to Brazil, getting getting some some uh, some some fresh <laughs> some fresh <laughs> yeah. stuff. Really, uh, really, really fresh rein, stuff. Reinvigorated your interest. Yeah, maybe not maybe not interest, but reinvigorated your uh your craving for it. Craving, yeah.
1: And like being around it all the time down there, and and seeing the production side of it, and Mm-hmm. the people in the you know some of the people working in the indus- industry um it was really cool to see and that on top of me bringing back um multiple kilos for myself <laughs> like well i have to really just start <laughs> like really drinking this every day now um like not that it not that it's like an obligation necessarily but but yeah like you said it was kind of like
0: that trip just kind of reignited everything and well, well that, and like, so I'm the type of person, not a hoarder, but when I get something, you know, special, I want to like, you know, I have the save it for a special occasion mentality. Mm -hmm. And that, that screws me over so much because guess what? The special occasion never comes or the special occasion that you deem worthy enough of breaking out the good stuff never comes. And then it sits, and then it goes bad or gets stale, <laughs> right it's so like if you have like really good stuff like and it and it's something like you know Shimahong that you know you have maybe a year to consume it before it's really not worth it, just like just just do it, you know, just enjoy it, yeah, yeah, and that's
1: actually like that went through my mind when I got back. I was like, oh, I have all these different erva for Shimahong." Don't I don't I wanna like go slow and like open them like one by one, yeah. like as I'm finishing one, I'm opening the other and anyway, like I just realized in my mind like like I I want I wanna be drinking this stuff every day and like I wanna be able to change it up. And so like I have a ro like I don't necessarily have a set like a fixed rotation but I'm drinking a different erva every single day. Yeah. And so, like, when you want to
0: drink it while it's still good,
1: <laughs> it, exactly, yeah. It's like if I wait, then it goes bad. And so, like, I might as well just go through it all and like enjoy it. And some days now, I'm even drinking it twice a day. Like, I drink it in the morning. Like, actually today, like I prepared Shimaho in the morning, a cristalina yeah. actually, really and uh, I drank that for a few hours. And then for this um, for this episode, I prepared a, a different shimaho. So like on the awesome. weekends I'll usually do like two different two different uh mate's or shimaho during the day. Yeah. Um awesome.
0: Nice. Super rad.
1: And honestly, like i I woke up today with like a really bad stomach ache and like drinking shimaho or mate, like it helps calm my stomach down if I if I made a mistake and ate something really bad, <laughs> or or just something reacted badly <laughs> with with my body, like it it helps kind of soothe things down. So yeah. that's cool. that's a nice part of it.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I feel like since coming back from Brazil, I mean i I came back from living in Brazil in two thousand twelve um went back to Brazil for for holidays in 2015. So you know, it's been it's been a minute, it's been almost 5 years since the last time I've been back to Brazil, but I feel like, you know, I I've been I've kept up drinking mate, whether it's chimarrão or mate argentino or mate show or drinking tereré. I've I've pretty much drank it every day with a couple of, you know, like short breaks because of, you know, circumstances. But I think the, the 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 one thing that I've kind of that especially you know, and I, I I joked about this earlier, but I think the biggest thing that kind of changed about me is I started seeing mate more. I don't know, and and this probably you know is going to piss off a lot of people because I, I I sort of treat it more like you know one of the finer things in life, you know, like like people who like enjoy a nice cigar. You know, I like drinking mate, I like, enjoy a nice mate. But but because with that, um, <laughs> uh, I started looking for nicer sets because, and I mean, like, there's, go on the record saying there's nothing wrong. I mean, today, I'm drinking my Shimahong out of a very basic, very, you know, not expensive Kuya. That being said, um... And especially it got to a point where, you know, my collection was so big of of gourds and stuff where I've gotten to a point where I don't really buy stainless steel bombas anymore. I don't buy alpaca bombas anymore. Like, I, I if I'm going to get a new bomba, it's going to be made of silver just because I'm at the point in my life, in my my mate collection life, where... I want to, I would rather own something that has real craftsmanship behind it, real artisanship behind it. And just um, the unfortunate part of that is artisans don't work in stainless steel. Artisans don't typically work in alpaca. Right. There are are exceptions. (laughs) There are some craftsmen that, you know, in order to get in at a lower price point, they may offer some stuff in alpaca. But the vast majority of the stuff in alpaca that you see is not artisan quality work so unfortunately that means if i'm going to be adding something to my collection at this point it's going to be silver right because most of the artisans work in silver and i like the idea of owning fewer things but of a higher quality that being said my collection is still enormous and i haven't gotten to the point where i can bring myself to get rid of anything Um, (laughs) but Adding to my collection, yeah, I, I, I've been, gotten a lot more picky and a lot more—I don't know. I mean, snobbish is probably not a bad word. I mean, it's a bad word, That's, but I, no, I've gotten I, pretty snobbish yep. about what I'm gonna add. I'm, <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't buy. I, I don't buy so stain, that that stainless steel bomba that I had saved up for a few months to buy in Brazil. Like, I wouldn't buy that now. I also own maybe like four of those exact style bomba, You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. And I, and I and I do use them, but I also do I use them a lot less. Mm-hmm. I don't know because I don't, it, it it it's it's not even I don't know. Some people may say, "Oh, it's you know, it's like you're trying to like be, make it all high class," and it's not even that. It's just I appreciate. I I know. And I mean I'm sure you know this even more than I do, but I know the kind of work that goes into producing a quality erva and I want to drink it in a receptacle that has that same care and quality mm-hmm. that respects Exactly.
1: Like so, uh, like drinking like for example, like um the erva from the game the game family. Yeah. Um like the, the metamate. Um Drinking that out of uh, like a, you know, little uh, aluminum can or something with a uh, crappy little yeah bomba. Like, I I don't know. Like, to me, like, whenever I drink it, it's always out of one of my nicer mm-hmm. Um Not always with silver, but, you know, one of my nicer s- stainless steel ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with that, though. Like quality of the erva should go in hand with the quality of the receptacle you're you're using for <laughs> <Yeah. it. laughs> well and
0: and also just like i don't know it's I, I feel like you know with with all kind of artisanal and handcrafted workmanship type things you know every year you know some some silversmith dies and every year is there a new silversmith replacing him you know what i mean so yeah, it's like which it's not a so huge... I, I I want to, you know, offer my patronage hmm. whenever possible. You know, I'm not I'm not a wealthy person, but you know, I it's something that is important to me, so I, you know, I move money yeah. around and that's how I choose to spend my money. I don't I don't, you know, I don't spend my money going to clubs. I don't, you know, spend my money on you know, I don't know. So I, lots of people spend their money on different ways and I one of the ways I ch- I like to spend my money is on nice bombichas, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Some, something I can something I can use for the rest of my life, and I know that you know, it's helping to preserve an art form, right? Of yeah, exactly. Making silver bombas, silver bombichas. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll, I'll get some flack or some hate for that, but like, that's just kind of where I'm at in my. That's I would say the biggest way my my relationship has changed. I mean, I don't even know if I realize that you could have a bombisha, a bomba made out of silver when I first started drinking mate. I never saw, Mm. especially since I was living in Sao Paulo. If I was living in Rio Grande do Sul, where, you know, all the families have an antique bomba that gets passed down, yeah, then that might have been different. But living in Sao Paulo, where the vast majority of people don't have this rich, you know, familial tradition day it is is just something they drink because it's kind of part of the culture of like the cowboy culture or it's it's just hot so they drink kind of it refreshing you know? yeah yeah for sure so i i don't even remember the first time i realized you could you could have gold and silver
1: yeah colas. yeah i think uh i think it was like probably 2014 that i realized that mm-hmm. um But like, I don't know. Like going going to Brazil, like 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 you were saying, like you're you're a little bit more picky now with what you get for your collection because anyway, it's you're 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 just to that point, and you're you're just kind of a lot more selective than you were previously. Mm-hmm. And when I was in Brazil, like I only picked up cuyas that I like like styles and and just different kinds of Kuias that I had never had in my collection. Yeah. So, like, every single one I got for myself was purposely to add to my collection something different and not just getting, you know, the same typical kind of thing. Yeah. Um. And I I was able to – well – I picked up a bomba from a silver artisan and then got a couple queas from a quea artisan and it's just mm-hmm. you know really cool to 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 see that and to be able to talk to those artisans you know? yeah and then next time I go down like I want to do that even more because that's it's not you know it's kind of kind of dying out in a way so it's you know, however, I can support those people that that right. are still doing that after, you know, 30, 40 years. Like, it's right. And
0: and 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 you have a relationship with that person, right? Like, I mean, this yeah. this cuya that I have, I have no idea who made it. You know, it was probably made in in the backyard of some of some family. You know, in Ciudad <laughs> Juarez, and you know, right. and that's that's great. You know, someone's making a living off of making kuyas. That's awesome. But you know, that's it's not. It's not, I wouldn't. You know, no disrespect to the person who made this, because I know I know the the vast majority of cuyas in in Brazil are made by you know families, uh-huh. you know the right. families that 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 their livelihood is making cuyas, or you know their family might have been, ma- been making cuyas for generations. It's mm-hmm. like being a farmer, you know what I mean. But on the other hand, it's not it's not something that it's a it's they're not taking the time to elevate. Their kuyas, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's. They make a good kuya, but you know, it's, it's a, it's a, a quick, you know, pre-formed, injected epoxy base, you know, mm-hmm. a quick, burned, inscription on the back, you know, or a glued plastic logo, the emblem of the Huguenot Sul State on it, you know. All right. It's
1: it, it's not necessarily mass produced, but. It, it kind of, you know, when you see a, uh, that style of Kuya and there's like, you know, 50 of them in one store, like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's not, ma-
0: it's not mass produced in the way that you might think of like modern mass production, but I mean, but as, it, far in a as, way, as far as, as far as matte goes, yeah, it's pretty it, much mass production.
1: Yeah. And like, for example, like this Kuya that I have, um, like I, I saw the, the crap, I forget the word. um, the device that they use to make wooden things and carve and oh the (laughs) lathe lathe i saw the lathe that they make it on and like i met the family that makes them (laughs) yeah and like it's just a whole other it's just a whole other level when you when you get to see that side of it you're like wow this no not necessarily that it was it wasn't customized for me or anything but like i just like saw the you know they're Huge table of kuyas that were ready to go, and I was like, "Can I, can I buy one from you guys?" <laughs> They're like, "Yeah, totally." It's like, "Oh, sweet!" <laughs> like, yeah. I got really excited about it, and. And I, and I just hope that the crack doesn't keep up and, you know, it can last me because I, I really like it. and
0: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, if, you know, if, if, if that crack does get back, it's, it just means you need to go back and get another just, one, right? Just have to go
1: back, you know? Just, yeah, <laughs> darn. <laughs> ah, shoot, really didn't want to, but I guess I have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll just, uh, just uh, drop it on the floor real quick. and Oof, well, don't do that. Just kidding. Yeah.
0: And uh yeah, it'll be interesting to see how my relationship with Mate grows. You know, I'm I sometimes think like, Oh, what if I go into my doctor and my doctor's like, Oh, your heart your blood pressure is so high you have to stop drinking caffeine You know, like what what would happen? Right <laughs> what would I like, do?
1: Screw you, doctor. <laughs> I'd, <laughs> I'd rather, rather don't, die don't. than not drink my shimaho.
0: Well they, and they don't make decaf. <laughs> <laughs> True. And, and and if that was the case, honestly, I'd feel pretty shortchanged because again, I don't—I'm not sensitive to caffeine. I don't get an energy boost from it or anything. So, if if yeah. for high blood pressure, I had—I would have to cut out caffeine. That's stupid because it's like, well, it's not doing anything to me anyway. <laughs> right, you're not feeling any effects. So, like, right, yeah. But I'm 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 hoping I can drink shima Hong until you know I'm no longer able to drink anything, and I hope. I hope, you know. There still continues to be a nice tradition of artisanship and silversmithing and all that stuff because, you know, uh, I'm not. I may be more selective and more picky about what I add to my collection, but I am not planning on stopping stopping adding to my collection, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, and uh, there are some there are some artisans that uh, kind of you know in my in my head it's like. Aspirational, you know, like someday I would love to get uh-huh a bombisha made yeah. by by Senor Melo, well Melo, I think, right, because he's from oh. Uruguay. Oh yeah, but you know, stuff like that, where it's like, you know, I yeah, don't I... really feel comfortable spending fifteen hundred dollars on a bombisha right now, but you know, maybe after <laughs> I made. <laughs> After you know, I get promoted to senior vice president. You know, sure. at, the, at the company. You know, yeah. You know, you celebrate That's with a fifteen hundred dollar bombisha. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping. That, I'm hoping that this kind of thing sticks around.
1: Yeah, yeah. Same here. Like, I really, you know, i I plan on as as long as I'm able to keep drinking Chimaho and and keep custom and the tradition. And I do, I do have an artisan in mind that I like, that I want to get, not necessarily my next set from or next bomba from, but mm-hmm. um, it is in my mind, and it is, you know, I want to get there eventually. But it's, it is one of those where I, I would have to either save up money or get a, you know, um, career change and and yeah. <laughs> make like a lot more money or so, or something like that. And so, right, yeah, one, one day,
0: one day. well um we've been talking for a minute and uh i I think there's still more we could talk about but uh maybe it'll. this is a good place to kind of cut off the conversation but uh i would love to hear from you guys mateguys at gmail.com how your relationship with mate has changed over you know however long you've been drinking it how long you've been drinking whatever and uh yeah if you know if you have any uh We kind of talked a bit here about kind of the artisanship side of things. So you know, if you have any thoughts about that, if you want to send us your questions, your comments, and uh, we'd love to hear from you guys.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Any uh, any uh, final final parting thoughts, Clark?
1: Um, I don't, I don't think so. Well, really want to hear from you guys. We'd love to, and leave a review on. Your favorite podcast app that you're listening through, Bingo. yeah. Five star review, leave a comment, <laughs> or you know, just whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: really appreciate
0: it. So, well, I guess my only parting thought is I hope in uh, in another ten years we'll be uh, we ha- will will be having our uh, our our next decade in review <laughs> of, of how our mate lives has 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 changed over the next past 10 years <laughs> for
1: 14 year anniversary of the of the mate guys yeah yeah that'll be it
0: <laughs> all yeah well i think that's gonna be it for us so uh yeah thanks very much thanks we'll see ya.